Hello everyone and welcome to the Your Mark on the World Show. I'm so excited today. We've got with us Thomas Duchin. He's the CEO of Daymaker. It's a new nonprofit funding mechanism platform. It's really got a new twist. You want to stick around to learn about this. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World Show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. Thomas, welcome to the show. Devin, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having us today. Well, it's a thrill to have you. We're excited to talk about what you're doing. I think it's really such a novel concept. I know it's funny. People love the convenience of giving money, but it's hard for people to give up control. They want to know where their money goes. And the easiest way to do that is to buy a thing, right? Because that thing can't be misused like money can be. Uh, so tell us what you've done to sort of bring the best of both worlds to donors. You got it. So Daymaker is a peer-to-peer -peer giving platform that enables donors to read about specific children in need and buy items directly off their wish list at times of the year like birthdays, holidays, and back to school. And so Daymaker was founded on that exact premise that convenience is great in the giving space, but so are connection and transparency. In fact, 87% of donors are saying that connection and transparency are the two most important reasons and why they give. So with the Daymaker experience, we wanted the donor to come and connect with the local child in their community, right? To read their story and feel that empathy and then have a direct mechanism to lift that child up. And for us, a great way of doing that was through the purchasing of products, whether that be an engineering kit, a backpack, or a pair of shoes that child needs. We have found that donors really, really like the idea of buying a specific product for a child in need. They do. People love being able to know exactly where their money goes, right? So if they can give a, a Dr. Seuss book to a child directly, but with the convenience of giving cash, oh my gosh, I mean, you really just have kind of cracked the code for a lot of givers, haven't you? So that's the exact premise, right? We want to make it as easy to give as it is to shop on Amazon, but we also want you to have a story associated with that giving. So when you come to Daymaker and you read about John, who's a six-year-old who lives in public housing in New York, a couple blocks from our office, you're also a part of John's story. And so you go on and you buy John The Giving Tree, which was my favorite book growing up. And I have all these positive memories, right? And I buy John a pair of Tom's shoes, which are a favorite pair of my shoes. And so through that experience, I feel connected to John. And I can really understand the story that is being crafted when John sits down to open that on one night for Hanukkah or one Christmas morning. And so um, it is about the convenience, but it's also about the story because when you and I go on to Amazon and we buy something, we receive that product and it becomes a part of our life. But when we're giving to somebody else, oftentimes there's a disconnect in terms of how our donation fits into their story. And we found that products do an excellent job of creating that narrative. Yeah, it's uh, really a powerful insight and the, the platform seems to work great. Uh, connecting the story right down to the individual child is uh, a powerful insight. How are nonprofits that are engaging with these children and with your program, how are they uh, using the platform and how are they finding it to be, a, you know, is it an effective tool for them? It is. So we're working with over 100 nonprofits across the country. And this ranges from your Boys and Girls Club to your Salvation Army to your public housing agencies in New York to your Title I schools in Los Angeles. And so they are coming to our Daymaker backend and uploading the populations of kids that they serve on a consistent basis. And they are writing descriptions and they are uploading the interests and product needs of these kids. Um, and those form those beautiful profiles on the donor side. And so we've had an absolute blast with our nonprofit partners. So since we started four years ago, where we were begging nonprofits to believe in this. Um, we now have a lot of nonprofits reaching out 
to us about using the service for, the, for their kids. Um, many have found it's a fantastic engagement mechanism for donors, especially donors that are looking to involve their own children in philanthropy. Um, so instead of just another email that says, hey, we're raising money, can you give $25? The ask is now, hey, come pick a specific kid in our program that maybe you've met before and pick a couple products that really resonate with you. And so they're using it as both a donor engagement and a donor awareness tool for new donors because so much of the volume we see isn't from the nonprofit traditional donors, it's from our corporate partners, it's from all of the consumers we have around the country that are using Daymaker. And so um, the nonprofits are very special to us and a hugely integral piece of um, what we do in terms of vetting the need, handling the distribution, providing the feedback. Um, I think for the most part, they've really enjoyed working with us um, and the gifts that we're bringing. I think um, we always get a lot of fun calls and texts and pictures of Another package showing up on our door. I feel like every day when I get there, there's a package to give to a kid. And in the midst of the fantastic work these people are doing in the south side of Chicago, right? I Grow Chicago is one of our partners um, that's actually on what was the most violent block in Chicago in 2013. And they're solving like the world's greatest problems. But I think it's also really nice and simple sometimes to come and say, and we get to watch a kid light up and we give him his favorite book, right? Um, and so we love to play a very small part in the work that they're doing that is paramount to moving towards a just, equal, and fair society. Now, you've had an interesting perspective as you've onboarded all of these 100 nonprofits and you've watched them working. What would you say to a nonprofit that could be using your platform effectively that isn't yet? Yeah. Well, first things first, we, would, we welcome the conversation, right? Um, we are always looking to partner with new organizations around the country that are serving children in need in their own special ways um, and that are looking for ways to serve those kids through consistent product donation. So we'd welcome a conversation. I think we, something we always stress for our nonprofits is about two years ago, um, we actually had demand from the donor side was exceeding supply, right? We couldn't upload enough kids. Um, and it was because we had put all of our technology and all of our time into the front end because that's what's sexy and that's what donors use, right? And we realized like, hey, that same robust system that we built for donors, if we don't build that for our supply side partners and our nonprofits, like this isn't gonna work. So we spent about a year building out a very robust backend and nonprofit admin portal um, to make their lives really easy in terms of how they upload information, how they edit it, how they track shipments, um, because that's a really important piece. And I think oftentimes um, technology caters to the donor, and that's important because the donor is writing the check. But if we can make our nonprofits um, and help them spend their time better and in ways that led to the outcomes they were trying to reach, uh, I think we'd help them reach their goals a lot quicker, which is ultimately the donor's goal. One of the concerns I've long had about crowdfunding for individuals is that the crowdfunding platforms, really we're talking about GoFundMe, yeah. doesn't have any incentive to throttle it back when someone gets enough. And I've always thought it would be great to have a nonprofit in there to help meter that out, to make sure that Sam doesn't get all the benefits while Tom or Sally's going hungry. And you have, by partnering with nonprofits, instead of uh, using a give directly model, you are allowing for that throttling, I think. What do you think? So you're exactly right. Every uh, wish list is capped at four items in the Daymaker platform. So you cannot go on and buy 25 items for John from public housing, right? So we've worked hard to curate four items that are meaningful, provide a special day. And once those four are purchased for John, they cannot be purchased for anybody else. So from the beginning, as we work with our nonprofits, it was about spreading out the wealth. 
Um, there is a time to very much go deep on one child, and that's something we think and talk about. Could we ever enable a 529 plan for John? Could we help with the electricity bill? Could we help with the car payment for John's parents? Um, that is not where we have started. And so for us, it was really important of looking at a nonprofit and saying, you're serving 1,000 kids a year. We want to provide at least one special moment of joy for all of those 1,000 kids. Um, and I think something from a donor end as well is they know that every time they're coming and participating in Daymaker, um, that item is going to that kid and creating that special moment. And we don't want it to ever be something where people are thinking, hey, is the Red Cross taking advantage of this natural disaster and raising money for other causes under the premise of Hurricane Harvey? Um, and I don't, uh, th that's not for me to speak to the merits of that, but that's something that we're trying to avoid at Daymaker. We want people to know that that item that you're buying is going to that kid right now and creating that story here and now. You've had the opportunity, obviously, to see a lot of nonprofits raise a lot of money or collect a lot of goods for the people they serve. What are the lessons that you've learned? What would you share with a nonprofit that's new on the platform to help them really optimize the use of Daymaker? It's uh, a great question. So a thing that I think, and we learned so much from our nonprofits, but the ones that end up doing the best on Daymaker and, and receiving the most goods are the ones that are most connected to the kids they're serving. And so they are able to come and write the moving descriptions and talk about the, the tangible needs that these kids have. Um, the partnerships that I would call them less successful are often from people that are at a national or a regional level, and they're pretty detached from what's going on on the ground, right? Um, and so they're not able to provide really valuable information for Daymaker um, but then also what we are sending to them is not having the same value because we're not able to understand and know the kids as well. Um, so I think that would be the first thing. The second thing I would share is I've been so impressed by our nonprofits uh, who came on a Daymaker with some hesitation because it was a new technology and it was something different and it was putting their kids online. But we're really open to say we're going to pilot this and we're going to learn. If it goes well, we're going to expand. And for all of us people, we have been able to expand. But um, I was really impressed with their bravery to say, yeah, this is something that is against the norm for us. Um, but we are willing to try it because we understand that times are changing. So I think the open-mindedness around where the market is going and how donors are perceiving their impact um, is really important in this day and age. And you look at all the platforms and putting Daymaker aside, but you look at Charity Water and you look at Kiva and you look at Watsi um, and donors choose and people are looking to give in different ways. And if, and if the fundraising tactics are going to stay to an email campaign to your 100,000 person list where you see 1% engagement and half a percent click through, um, those days are numbered. So I've been continually impressed by nonprofits' desire to innovate. Thomas, what are you most proud of having accomplished? We have done our absolute best, and it doesn't mean that we're perfect, but we've done our absolute best of thinking about the recipient and every decision we've made. Um, and so this speaks to the earlier conversation around donor and recipient, but um, so much of donor donations are done for the person making the donation, right? And oftentimes that can like greatly marginalize and threaten the dignity of the recipient. Um, and so for us, we've always come back to um, putting the donor's preferences aside, how do we make sure this is a net positive for the recipient? Forget that it's a great pair of shoes and it's a good backpack. How do we make sure it's also being delivered in a way that uplifts them and uplifts their parents, right? And doesn't make them get on stage in front of a room of white people and talk about how their donation made a difference. Um, and so it's always been about empowering the recipient. And I think that is, we haven't been perfect and we've made mistakes and we continue to make mistakes and we will, but um, that is what we tend to and that's something I'm really proud of. What is the most important lesson you've learned about entrepreneurship since you launched Daymaker? 
I would say at this present moment, more than anything, it is so important for the founding team and the founding energy to know themselves. Um, I think you have an idea and you start working on that idea and the idea takes you all over and the ship turns so many directions. Um, and if that central compass isn't core, I think it's really easy to get lost. And I've even seen that with us at times. Um, you end up pending to success and growth. And then you take a step back and you say, whoa, 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 we never started this for success and growth, right? We started for this reason, but that got lost. And so when I meet with like, especially younger founders now, but even people taking the first step or even people taking the third step that want words, I'm like, how well do you know yourself? Because if you have a strong system and you're operating from a place of wholeness and love, I think you build something a lot different than operating from a place of scarcity, which is I have to make this thing work. Thomas, you could be doing anything super bright, capable guy. Why did you want to do something that would help children, that would help nonprofits helping children? I think in this lifetime, I feel a calling to help kids heal. Um, I think it's not just on the nonprofit side. I think too, there's an incredible amount of joy to get in serving others. Um, and I find that joy for myself, but I also want others to feel and find that joy, right? Um, Growing up, I loved bringing my friends to Habitat. I was like, feel this, experience this, it's wonderful, right? Um, and so I think in this lifetime, the idea of connecting kids who wouldn't otherwise cross paths to show each other that there's a lot of value that they both have and they both have resources and, and ideas and love to share with each other is something that gets me out of bed and gets me excited and helps me feel whole and feel a lot of love. Thomas, what is your superpower? What is my superpower? Can I tell you what I want my superpower to be? <laughs> sure. Um, really deep listening. So in this role, you ended up like, I end up talking a lot and we end up standing on a platform and telling people why something is good and why we're operating in a paradigm. And so um, for me, I really want to work on being able to sit and listen without formulating a response, without needing to tie my identity to that response. Um, and that also in the context of Daymaker means getting in front of a parent who's doing their best to raise a good kid, right? Or getting in front of a nonprofit that's doing their very best to help these kids that have experienced deep trauma. And it's like showing up and listening and without projecting my own experience or without trying to solve their problem, but showing up and listening and saying, as another human, I see you, I feel you, I hear you. Um, and then going from there. Excellent. Outstanding. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. We're thrilled to have had you. Before you go, because I know you're busy, take a minute, if you would, and just yeah. tell people how they can learn more about Daymaker and how they can connect with you personally. So we are at www.daymaker.com. We're at Daymaker Giving on all social handles. Um, this holiday season, we will have our consumer giving play, which we're actually launching something new that allows a donor to help a child consistently throughout the next year instead of just a one-time donation that we're really excited about called Yearmaker. So that's not out yet. And then we have our corporate giving platform, which is over 35 companies are using um, to engage employees around the holiday season. So if you're interested in that or work at a company where philanthropy is valued and people like giving back, we would love to have a conversation. Um, I am at tdooch, T-D-O-O-C-H on all social media platforms. Um, and I would love to connect. Fantastic. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for being with us. And we wish you every success in helping to change the lives of kids. Thanks for having me. All righty. Let's do some good. At Caring Crowd, we believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, 
you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. Devonthorpe's mission is to end extreme poverty, improve global health, and mitigate climate change before 2045 by finding and sharing the stories of those who are doing the most good. You can join with other listeners to accelerate Devon's mission by visiting helpdevon.org right now.